The NBA could be starting a bidding war between two of the biggest companies in the world. An NHL player openly violated a league policy, things have hopefully hit rock bottom for Michigan State, and we have a really fun interview to get you ready for the NBA season. It's Monday, October 23rd. I'm senior writer Owen Poindexter, and this is Front Office Sports Today. Sources have told Front Office Sports that after seeing the NFL's success with Thursday Night Football, the NBA wants to offer a package of games exclusively to streaming services in its next media rights deal, very much along the lines of Amazon's $1 billion per season deal for TNF. For now, the league is still negotiating exclusively with its existing national media partners, ESPN and TBS, owned respectively by Disney and Warner Bros. Discovery, which of course have their own streaming services, but Amazon would be a natural fit there and Apple wants in too. An Apple-Amazon bidding war is exactly what the NBA is looking for as it seeks $50 to $75 billion over the course of its next set of long-term deals. On Saturday, Arizona Coyotes defenseman Travis Dermott became, we believe, the first NHL player to defy the league's new ban on pride tape when he had a small rainbow near the top of a stick during a 2-1 victory over the Anaheim Ducks, presumably in support of the LGBTQ community. You've probably seen headlines about the NHL banning Pride Tape. The policy is actually broader than that. The league banned all pregame theme jerseys going into this year, which they said applies to Pride Tape. But people refer to this as the Pride Tape ban because nobody thinks that the NHL did this so that teams would stop honoring the military or indigenous communities or cancer patients or any of the other groups NHL teams support through their various theme nights. The change was prompted by several players refusing to wear the Pride themed jerseys. Commissioner Gary Bettman said, quote, that's just become more of a distraction from really the essence of what the purpose of these nights are. Teams will still have specialty nights, including Pride Nights, just not ones involving warm-up jerseys, which it had sometimes auctioned off to support the cause of that night. But the league has simply traded one unwanted distraction for another by angering a different set of players. The NHL is looking into whether Dermot violated league policy, and he won't be the last to do so. Others intend to follow his lead, such as Flyers forward Scott Lawton, who said he'll use Pride Tape if he has to buy it himself, which he probably won't have to because the Pride Tape organization has said they'll send it to him for free. They say that sometimes you have to hit rock bottom before you start to climb back up. And this weekend, Michigan State might have finally gotten there. Prior to getting blown out by Michigan 49-0, MSU's stadium Jumbotron was keeping fans entertained with trivia questions when it offered up one about Hitler's birthplace, complete with a picture of the demonic man himself. MSU apologized, blamed it on a third-party provider, said they would switch providers and vet their content more carefully going forward. That's just the latest bad turn in a year that has represented a massive fall from grace for the program. MSU went 36-5 between 2013 and 2015, winning the Rose Bowl and making it to the college football playoff semifinals in that span. They were 11-2 as recently as 2021. The team has not won since firing head coach Mel Tucker, who had nearly $79 million remaining on his deal. Tucker was the fifth highest paid college football coach in the country at $10 million per season. We're already starting to see impacts from the chaos. MSU has lost at least three recruits who had committed to the program in 2024. This year of discord is going to have impacts next season and beyond. Up next, I spoke to Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion. The two of them have a new NBA podcast called Six Trophies, and they came on this one to talk about everything new happening with the league, including the midseason tournament, the load management rules, and just how good Victor Wembanyama is going to be. That conversation is coming up next. All right, very excited to be joined now by Jason Concepcion and Shay Serrano. Welcome, Jason. Welcome, Shay. 
Hello. Yeah, baby. All right. Uh, let's get to it. So you guys launched an NBA-focused show called Six Trophies on Wondery. Uh, what's the big idea behind the show? We're huge fans of the NBA, and so we basically wanted an excuse for somebody to give us money <laughs> to talk about it. And what we came up with was this idea that we would give out six trophies for six NBA-related activities um, for all of the news that occurs uh, the week leading up to whatever episode is coming out, new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, and it's just, it's a fun rubric for us to talk about the NBA and also other stuff that we really like. Yeah. And all of the, excuse me, all of the trophies are pop culture themed. So it's like the, the, uh, the Denzel Washington and training day trophy, which is like, we give out to whoever had the best performance that week or the, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy, which is like, who had, who had a bad week? That's who gets this. You know what I mean? And it's just like that all the way, all the way through. But yeah, like what Jason is saying, it was just, we are, we're, are, we are already hanging out talking about basketball all the time. Uh-huh. And might as well get paid for uh, it. We might as well get, get some money. Would be great if we could do that. Yeah. Hey, hey, good gig if you can get it. Uh, can you give me an example of a trophy someone might have won for a moment or a week or a game last season? Uh, the, well, one of our favorite ones, uh, has been the Dominic Toretto. I live my life a quarter of a uh, quarter mile at a time trophy given to the person or team who made a decision <laughs> with no regard for future consequences. Um, uh, you know, I, I probably would give one to James Harden for opting into his contract and then, uh, going to China and telling, uh, befuddled campers that, Daryl Morey is a liar. I feel like while that probably emotionally felt really, really good, it always feels really, really good when somebody you don't like uh, gives you the opportunity for you to tell them how much you don't like them. Uh, but I feel like, <laughs> but it always feels bad in retrospect. You're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I feel like Harden, if he's honest with, with us, would be like, I should have not. I should have just kept my options open and not opt into my deal. Why did I do that? Because I was mad at Daryl. All right. So this NBA season is going to be different from ones before in a bunch of ways. Uh, I want to bounce some of these new concepts off you. Uh, let's start with the in-season tournament, mid-season tournament. Uh, are you excited? Do you care? What, what, what's your feeling on this? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I, get what they're, I get what they're trying to do. And, you know, sure, try some stuff. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Uh, when Jason and I were talking about this previously, we we brought up uh, when they changed the end of the All-Star game to the Elam ending. And everyone was like, everyone was like, who cares? Like, whatever, it's just the All-Star game. But yeah. then they did it the first time. And it was like, oh, that's cool. And it's like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. This is a great idea. Like, I'm hoping that something like that. But right now... The midseason tournament, I don't, I don't care. I don't care at all. I am tentatively excited. You know, I, I follow uh, European football, so uh, my Premier League team is Arsenal. So the, the idea of having like the EFL Cup, formerly the Carabao Cup, or the FA Cup happen in the middle of the season is kind of cool. Um, but I think nobody has any idea how this is going to play out. Nobody has any idea... Do the players care about it? I don't sense like a tremendous like buzz from the players about it. I've seen no quotes that have popped where players are like, yeah, I can't wait to get the midseason cup, whatever I forget what they call it. And so 
I think that there's like a high uh, uh, probability of like some unintentional comedy, which I'm also excited about. I, I, I'm I'm interested to see how it plays out, but I have a feeling that it's not going to be as exciting as the NBA thinks. But let's see. Let's see. I think uh, part part of what's coloring our reactions here, Jason, pro midseason tournament, me anti midseason tournament, is because they did they did it in the WNBA. They have the Commissioner's Cup, and the Liberty won the Commissioner's Cup. And Jason was like, "It's very important." But that, they, they 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 beat the Aces, which is my team, and so I was like, "I don't care about this at all. I don't care." That's what it is. Shout out to Aces until twenty twenty three back to back champions. Yeah, Let's go, man. <laughs> I don't yeah. I, I let me just say one thing about the Aces. My stream, my you, my Google, my YouTube TV stream, like was in a caught in a loop at one point, running down the stretch of the fourth quarter, and so I just switched over to the ESPN app, which had none of the replays or like or or uh or the punditry. It was just the sound of the arena with like one camera angle. And as I don't even know, I didn't even get to see a replay of the final seconds. Did that Liberty shot not go in? Did the, I don't, <laughs> I'm not convinced that the Liberty actually lost that game. Right, it's like Schrodinger's finals. You yeah, know, show like me maybe, the tape. Maybe just, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing the clip. This is, this is what I, this is what I know. You're up by 12 at home. Against a team missing two of its starters, one of which is the person who runs the whole team, and you have the MVP on your team, and you lose that game because the player who should have won the MVP goes friggin' bonkers in the third quarter, just takes over everything. It's a wrap. Stewie, Stewie had a, it's so Stewie had a had a very bad Ooh. playoffs. Uh, Three for seventeen last night. Very very bad. Yeah, very, very bad. I don't know why Tough. I was thinking about this, but it's a little bit like the year that Derrick Rose won the MVP and then LeBron destroyed him in, I guess it was the Eastern Conference Finals, probably. It was Bulls, uh, it was Bulls Heat, I guess. Um, anyway, yeah, it was sort of like, yeah, he won the MVP for the regular season, but I am the actual most valuable player. Um, speaking of superstars, uh, load management rules are are now going to be a thing. LeBron is exempted from like every single one, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they're trying to keep the stars on the court. You know, obviously it's for their media deal, but also teams do this annoying thing where they're like, Oh, you know, Dame Lillard just going to sit out the last week because obviously we're trying to tank or, or, you know, the more like we're planning for the playoffs. So like we're playing a back to back. Yeah. You know, our stars are sitting out the second game. Um, you excited about this? You think it'll be good for the league or do you not care either? I kind of care about this one. I care about this one more than the midseason tournament. I did have a question I wanted to ask you because you seem like the person who would know the answer to this. Is there is there a minutes uh, like a limit that would make you go, all right, they played enough in this game where we don't we're not penalizing them? I think there's something like that. I, I don't know the specifics, but yeah, you can't just like show up for the first possession and then say I played a game and, and sit down. Um, it's you, yeah, they have some enforcement about that. I, I don't know how clear cut it is, though. Yeah, I'm pro. I'm pro. Just because I want to, just because whatever. It seems like when the news came out about it, the players were going, yeah, that's cool. We, we would like to play more. That's great. We'll do that. And there I'm, you go. I am pro as well. One for the fans who spend a lot of money on the games. It's it be It's great to go to a game and the star who you came to see is there. Um, 
I clearly the league believes that load management has gone a little too far onto the side of, uh, of guys just sitting out for reasons. Um, and also the science is not super settled. Um, I read a really good article, um, sometime back, I think it was Baxter Holmes, uh, in ESPN about how, uh, you know, some of the most recent research suggests that really what, is causing player injuries is all of the games and minutes they they are putting on their bodies in before they get to the league. So AAU, all that kind of stuff, all those tournaments is, is it's since that era has taken hold that they've really seen a ramp up in in weird uh, injuries in younger players. And then once you get to the league, it, it's it's not the NBA load that's, and, and again, it's not, it's not settled. So, you know, it'd be, it's great to see players play. I will also say that, um, clearly this is a contract, a TV contract thing, but I get it. If I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm ESPN or ABC, Disney or whoever, or Amazon, whoever might bid on, on the TV rights. And I'm seeing that like Kawhi and Paul George and various other guys are not going to be playing a lot of the time. I'm going to be like, well, I'm not going to pay top dollar, period. Like we're, not, we're just not going to pay top dollar for this product. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, and also like really stinks for the fans who go to the game yes. and they're like, oh, it's like this is the B team. Like that's that's too bad. Like the three guys I came to see are all sitting. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pro too. And I think a lot of it, especially because it was coming from upper management sometime, um, like, was it the, the Mavericks like sat like all their stars at the end of the last year, clearly just because they wanted to tank to, uh, get their draft pick, uh, which they thought was more valuable than actually being in the, in the last spot in the playoffs, which is which, a little bit brutal, which is why I think the way they structured it is, is really smart as well. Um, they've kind of done an end around the, uh, you know, the players union and, by structuring the fines to fall on the teams. It's the teams who are going to take the heat. So it's really not a player issue. It's on the teams. Uh, and that was really smart of them. Yeah. Um, so I sat in on a media session with Bob Myers, you know, architect of the, the Warriors dynasty, um, and talking about the new CBA. And he's saying, because uh, it's going to be harder to fit superstars, multiple superstars under the cap now, he thinks it's going to be more of a big two league than a big three league. Like that's going to be the new paradigm. And maybe we're already kind of moving toward that anyway. Um, thoughts on that? Do you think that'll be more fun or just like, you know, get get more um i don't know maybe more star player movement anyway how how do you think that's gonna affect the league i think that's that's more fun to me too big like jordan and pippen like that kind of you know what i mean like that feels uh better it feels more interesting there's a reason why when you play uh the new mortal Kombat, you only pick two players you get to pick two players you get a main guy and a cameo guy like the NBA is taking its cues from Mortal Kombat, which I appreciate. I think it's going to work out great. I would love to see that. Yeah, I think parody, parody is, parody is, uh, listen, parody is ephemeral. The league's been talking about it for a long time. This is probably the most balanced the league has ever been. We've gone into the last maybe two, three seasons, not really knowing like who is the out and out favorite to win, which has been great. Um, 
And I think more of that is good. Like spread it around. I think specifically the Knicks should have two superstars at all times. And I think part of the rules, <laughs> I think part of the rules should be if they don't have one that the commissioner can step in and just take one from mm-hmm. San Antonio, maybe or any other small market and just put them on the Knicks. Yeah, I think that's fair. As, as a Knicks fan who's kind of given up, like, yeah, yeah. I, I support that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I do, was thinking about this. I do, it, disagree, I do disagree with the parody thing, though. Okay. I like when there's one team that everybody's trying to beat. I like that. I think you, you, I think you need a big bad because you tune in then to what – like the 2000 to 2002 Lakers is a perfect example because that's like – that's a beloved, beloved team amongst Laker fans. And everybody else in the country absolutely hated them. So it's so much fun to watch them play. And that the reason we true. hated them is because they were beating all of us it, so badly. That is true because when the Pistons won that title to end that run, the whole country was behind them. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was behind that we team. We were all Tayshaun Prince fans. <laughs> yeah. Rich, Rip, Rip Hamilton's one of the most underrated guards in the oh, history man, of the Rip. league. Are you kidding? Like, you know, I mean, Chauncey Billups, you know, the, the Celtics didn't know what they had in Chauncey Billups. He goes that Rashid Wallace. Yeah. I mean, I like the sort of the the ebb and flow of like right now, I love that we've got like the Celtics, the Bucks, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Warriors still hanging around. Um, there's like legitimately five, six, seven teams that you could see winning the finals. But yeah, it will be fun when we get, you know, the next dynasty. It was weird for me now we live in the Bay Area. Um, to see the Warriors go from like the beloved up and coming team that were so fun and just like so easy to get behind. And after like they got Durant and won their third yeah, like finals, everyone's like, okay, guys, like cool we it. get it. You guys are good. Just yeah. like go away. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I honestly had a moment where I, where, I, where I realized that not everyone loves Draymond Green and like a lot of people hate Draymond Green. I was like, wait, really? Like everyone loves Draymond. That's like a thing. But like, no, it's like I, you I, love Draymond if you're on his team. I mean, I think part of. What's weird about going into this NBA season is that Jokic and the Nuggets are they don't they haven't created that dynamic where we hate them yet. I think Jokic no, specifically needs to take it he needs to take it up a notch and be more hateable because it's just better for the league if as a multiple time MVP and the sitting champion, the best player on the best team in the world, if he just st- he just needs to take more obvious pot shots at everybody else so we can just juice up the league Jokic come on (laughs) I'm sure he's listening he'll take that to heart Um, let me give you some rapid fire questions uh, before we're out of here team you're excited to watch this year I mean not because he's sitting here but the Spurs just because of Wemby I mean everything he does is 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 it's amazing to watch him move around in a way that we've never seen a seven foot four guy move it's amazing yeah, he's like a super flexible, like stick figure. He's just yeah. like so, um, a, a non-spurs team for me because that's my favorite team in the history of basketball. A non-spurs team is I'm um, I'm secretly very excited to watch the Miami Heat. Okay, I like I like the Heat. Okay, yeah, I'm a yeah, Heat yeah. Fan. They got a fun little squad. Um, and uh, while Ron Wemby, um, is he going to live up to the hype? Just got feeling. Are you kidding me? He's already better than what they told us he was going to be. Yeah, the man is dunking from the free throw line without jumping. What are we talking about? Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, team you think could surprise in a good or bad way. 
Ooh. Ooh. Man, I yeah. uh, you go Jason, for Jason, tell him your tell Jason, tell him your theory on the Kings. Tell him what you think is gonna happen. I, I to the wonder Kings. if I feel like the Kings <laughs> like obviously, you know, third in the East, third in the West, incredible offensive team, outperformed their point differential, and you know, a bottom of the barrel defensive team all season. I, w- I just wonder if they could fall off significantly because of the defense. Uh, that's all. I, I, I just, well, you know, keep your eye on it. I think they outperform their, their differential. I'm not the first person to say that. Um, but they would watch if they fall off a little bit. And Shay, you got one. Uh, Jason talked me into the Kings. I was very pro Kings before he got into my ear about it. Yeah. Um, all right. And I'll, I'll make this the last one. Which New York team will be a title contender first? The Liberty. I know this might bring up some feelings. <laughs> the Knicks. Wait, like New York, like Knicks. The Knicks versus Jets, Nets. Giants. Oh. Oh no no no. Yeah. I mean oh, yeah. The I mean, Knicks. The, I, I the mean, Knicks, you, okay. The Knicks. Knicks first. All right. Yeah yeah. The Knicks first. All right. You think they're gonna get like an Embiid or uh, the one of them? I, they let's got just Carl stop Anthony and, Towns, and, baby. He's on. coming to. Let's just coming. stop it and, and let's just stop and acknowledge that your question was uh, which uh, New York area team will be a contender first, and we immediately were like, oh, Knicks or Liberty. Yeah. The Nets never even <laughs> en- entered the. <laughs> I mean, they had Durant, Harden, and Kyrie like was like, last year. Like, I, it felt like for like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I guess in terms of like New York, different answer for yeah, New York team like Rangers, uh, Yankees, Mets. Um, I mean, Liberty. Liberty are already title contenders. They just lost the final, so they they don't count. Um, but yeah. Who did? I mean, wait. Who did I, they I'm lose a, to? Who did they lose to? Also, wait. Why do it, it's a five? It's a best of five series. You need to switch games every game. You can't be in the home team's arena for two games of a five game series, and then you got to switch it up every game. Go go Vegas and then New York. What difference does it make? This is the, Fuck this shit. We, we, I'm just we saying. Beat, I, I'm, we beat y'all I in hate, Vegas. We beat y'all in New York. What do you I, want? I, well, we can take the fight I'm where you saying, want to take the I fight. Have, I have issues with it. I just have a lot of issues with that entire series. We'll, I don't like we'll it. We'll play you on a subway car under the water. Also, teams shouldn't be allowed to celebrate if they win in the in the road team's arena I, in that way. <laughs> they should have to go outside to some <laughs> other designated area. They can't just be celebrating in the arena like that. I did love that they were they, rent a they hall were booing, across the street. They were booing the aces during their celebration. <laughs> <Forward> <laughs> <orderly> <laughs> line outward, and, and, and <laughs> all right, I got to cut this off because yeah. our show's not that long. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So the Sorry. show is six trophies. Jason Concepcion, Shay Serrano, thank you so much for joining us right, on the you. show. That's it for today. Let us know who you'd like to hear from on this show. Find me on Twitter. I'm at Owen Poindexter or look up this show's dedicated feed at FOS underscore today. Thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.